Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver. I'm back! Holy shit, where was I? Yeah, you've all been complaining. Well, like seven of you. But I thank you for that, and if I told you where I was, you wouldn't even believe it, so it doesn't matter. I've had three great podcasts already with a man sitting across the table from me. We've been talking for a while, catching up. I'm thrilled that he's here. He's an original jerk. He's the best New Japan pro wrestling commentator, unsolicited. Works for free. Happy to do it. He's the man behind Vince McMahon Googling on Twitter. Mark Warzeka is oh, here. Oh my gosh, Scott. It's awesome to be here. It really is. It's awesome to be back. It's awesome to be hanging out with you. It's awesome to be back on Curtain Jerks. This is a great time to be guesting on a, on the podcast with WrestleMania coming up. Mm-hmm. Our TNA management change. There's all kinds of exciting things. Maybe ROH is going to be sold. There's all kinds of exciting things happening. TNA is dead, Mark. That's right. What am I talking about? Yeah, listen to Bruce Pritchard. Uh, uh, it, TNA is now Impact Wrestling. That's right. Impact Wrestling. Bruce Pritchard uh, really makes me feel like this business move I want to play later in life where I wear a cool t-shirt and then a sports jacket over it yeah. makes me feel like that's a really dumb move and I'd look like a moron. <laughs> well, I, but I came over a couple hours ago yeah. <laughs> and we started talking about wrestling and talked about wrestling straight for like two hours. Yeah. And then we said... Maybe we should do the podcast maybe now. We should, yeah, maybe we do this. You had some, you had some great insight about WrestleMania. Well, I won't repeat any of it. Son of a bitch. And so did you. And whatever you do, do not tell the listeners. Okay, I won't. <laughs> WrestleMania thirty-three. Yeah, we were we were deep into an analysis a few minutes ago about WrestleMania and how we each feel about it. Bloated, you say? Bloated. Yeah, bloated. I think it's a bloated show. Okay. I think it's a bloated show. And you know, you know, one thing one thing is though, and we didn't say this when we were talking about Ooh. it. Uh, so this will be new to you as well as new to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Get ready. Breaking new. <laughs> Get ready. Um, the build to the matches, like the build to the matches, I think has been pretty good this year. Yes. Much better than the last few years. Like they've it they had it seems like they had some long I think the build to uh Triple H and Rollins, even with Rollins injury, has been pretty darn good. Yes. And agreed. Absolutely the build to um to Jericho and Owens yes. has been the best built WrestleMania match in a long time. They have invested in that storyline all the way through. Really? It's the only match in WWE. It's where the where the heel actually gets heel heat and the babyface actually gets cheered right yeah, now. Very true. Yeah, and uh, Cena and um, and uh, Brie Bella, Nikki Bella, Nikki Bella. I literally oh no, is do it not Cena know. And Brie? <laughs> That's she's a pregnant woman. Is Brie- she can't go in the ring. <laughs> if what's her name could what was if Awesome Kong couldn't wrestle pregnant, certainly Nikki can't. <laughs> but um, yeah, like. Against Miz and uh, Maurice, yes, sure. The, that the build. I paid no attention to the Divas era of WWE. I literally paid no attention to it. And even if they're on TV now, you just still I still ch- zone them out. I'm not even kidding. You put your thumb up over the screen when their their names appear, <laughs> so that way you can't read their name. The Miz and no, blocking it. I don't know the Bellas apart. I don't know who is with Cena and who is with Brian. I don't know. And I don't ever want to know. It took me a while to figure out the Bellas, but I know now. You know what helped me a little bit, though? The one part I do know is yep. I know the one got a got a boob job. Right. Do you know right. which one? No. I would say Brie Bella. Okay. Which <laughs> one? Who's with that one? Well, I know that the one with the boob job is the one with John Cena. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I <laughs> okay. do know that. 
Yeah, because and hey, the other Daniel one is Bryan's like all natural. Daniel Bryan's all natural. He's vegan. He spends time in his little garden in his backyard and <laughs> and cultivates plants. And he doesn't want to fondle fake breasts. Right, he wants it to be pure, and he wants the breast milk coming out of those breasts to be pure for yeah. his all-natural vegan baby that's on its way. <laughs> that's what he wants. That's right. Yeah. So, although her breasts are probably larger right now because she's probably six months pregnant. That's true. Right. Yeah. So look, he didn't. They didn't have to go that route. Yeah. Nature provided him with a way to to touch larger breasts. If John Cena were just a, a good Christian man yes. and would marry Nikki Bella, yeah. then he could get her pregnant and have bigger natural breasts. Right. <laughs> right. But that match, which on paper I thought, what is this debacle? You didn't this, like the paper I sent you with the, the match written on it? <laughs> with this, with this, this is the, first of all, it's a rematch from a match, a WrestleMania match that no one ever wants to see again. John Cena versus The Miz. That's but this time they started. That was the first year curtain jerks. Yeah, right. And I wanted to, I wanted to boycott that WrestleMania because I hated that match so much. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. It's going to be terrible. Right. And what if we said to you then, hey, a few years from now, there's going to be a rematch, but it's going to be a mixed tag with their wives and girlfriends. I'll be like, what? How is there another WrestleMania? There's no fucking way. That's the worst thing possible. <laughs> but the build to that has been surprisingly good. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's great. And they're shooting on each other. And it's been really good. They're, they are digging into each other. Yeah. Well, they're really digging into Cena. He dug in on The Miz on that one show yeah. where he was saying, you're a, God, what was that line? It's, you're a, a copy of a superstar of a copy. It's something like that. Oh, yeah. He he dug into Martin and said that he's not an original character. He is his clones of others. I feel like when Cena is out there, and I just watched uh, this week's SmackDown this morning, and I'm looking at it, and every week I see Cena, and he's out there. And they're ripping on the fact that he won't propose. Right. And Nikki's out there sharing the ring with them and they're shooting on him. Right. And I feel like Cena's just got this look on his face like, man, I can't wait to get out of here and shoot my next movie. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm not convinced that he's having the best time of his career right now. But that's the best. That's, yeah. that's what we want. Yeah. Right? We want Hogan to be upset. <laughs> in the 90s of WWF. Yeah. Because then he leaves and the fucking wrestling world changes. Ah. That's what I want. Like, yeah. I want John Cena to at some point go, if you're not turning me heel, if you're not taking my ideas anymore, if I'm just doing the same stuff, yeah, I'm going to go anywhere else and flip this entire wrestling world on its end. Yeah. I want that. But do you want everyone on earth to be saying... Why don't you p- propose to your girlfriend already? Yes, because I've been waiting. Will you cry? Do you think you'll cry if he gets down on one knee and proposes? You know why I sympathize? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I, I sympathize with him because I was with my girlfriend for eight years before I proposed. Eight years? Yeah, eight years. Holy shit. How long has and you know what? been with... Uh, I, not that long. This Bella. Not that long. And she even got a boob job for him. <laughs> And he still didn't propose. And you got a boob job for, for your wife. <laughs> I mean, even if it's like part of the gimmick of the Bella show or whatever, it's like, right. when are they going to get age? It's still true in real life. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like it's still true in real life 
that he, that that they're together and he's not proposing to her. He's not. No. Right. And he that's got He's got to be up there a little bit, like smiling, like this is a work, but. Hey, shut the fuck up, everybody. (laughs) Well, I think the beauty of John Cena's character all this time will finally pay off because people have been making fun of him having jorts forever. Yeah. He can hide that ring in those jorts. He might, hey, and maybe propose at the ultimate thrill ride. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's not losing that ring. He's going to stay right in there with his pockets of Velcro. Now, what about the uh, Shane and AJ build? A lot of people are shitting on this match, too. I don't like... I'm not glad they're having this match. Really? I, no. I don't want to see AJ against Shane. I'd want to really? see... No. I'd want to see him against Samoa Joe, for one. But... Uh, or Finn sure. Balor. Or, I know he's on a different brand, brand but, like... Just, Carmella. Just anybody except for... Ellsworth? <laughs> Ellsworth. But um, I thought... I think the angle was pretty good. And I thought the story's decent. I feel like had if we didn't live in a time where we know all this stuff is going to happen, yeah, where it got leaked that Shane was going to fight AJ, yeah, that would be incredible. I think so too. To see AJ flip out and just beat the hell out of Shane, McMahon I think so too. If we didn't no know, reason. if we didn't know, yeah, yeah, I agree. But we knew, and so we waited it for it to play out. Yeah, and I'm excited for that one too. Brock and Goldberg, I don't know, I, I the. I mean, the build was Survivor Series when Goldberg won in that 30 seconds mm-hmm. was brilliant. And it's the most surprised I've been in a good way in watching WWE in a long time. Right. I was surprised when Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar a couple years ago, but I wouldn't say surprised in a good way. No, but that ruined your childhood. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I if, look, if Undertaker got in the ring and dropped his pants and took a big dump in the middle of the ring, I'd be surprised too, but it wouldn't be in a good way. No? No. 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 I would think that's great. Look, he can go. His knees weren't shaking at all. You know, he could he could still hold his own. Say <laughs> so maybe he's not so old. <laughs> yeah. When an old dog can't stay up anymore when it's shaking its knees too bad. But that finish was brilliant. It's very brilliant. And then Les- then Goldberg dumped it. So like the idea that Lesnar killed everybody. But Goldberg's just got his number. Is a pretty smart way to build this match. Mm-hmm. I have mixed feelings about the title being involved. Because on one hand, I'm like, this is the title match. These two guys that are never there. And they're both a million years old. And you know, Goldberg's coming back after all these years. And I don't really I don't know if I believe him as champion. And all that kind of stuff. It should be full-time guys in the title match. But then on the flip side, we're always saying, make the titles more important. Right. And if they were going to promote this as the biggest match on the show, they... Put the title in that match, and you could argue that that's a good thing. But it's also the Universal Championship that has no legacy to it whatsoever. Yeah. It's the WWE Championship that has the full-time guys. Yeah. So, who gives a shit? Let the two old guys fight for it where you don't know what's going to happen. Let them fight for the candy belt. That, to me, is the candy belt. The candy belt. It's a big red belt. It's a licorice whip. Yeah. Goldberg wearing that belt looked ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah. He used to look awesome in that big gold badass WCW title belt. Mm -hmm. Looked great on him. Looked like a world fucking champion. Then he came out with that dumbass red 
WWE candy belt with the modern WWE giant fucking W. Diamonds? All those beautiful (laughs) diamonds? It looks like a big toy belt that you bought in the toy aisle of Target. And uh, he's wearing that thing and he just looked like a clown with that belt on. I just couldn't take it seriously. Oh, uh, so let me guess. If his the rest of wrestling, I take seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and if Goldberg's son were to come out from the crowd with the shirt off, would you not take that seriously either, Mark? You know, Goldberg's a little rough with those kids at ringside. Way rough with those kids. He's gonna hurt one of those kids. Yeah, I don't think wrestlers realize because whenever you want that high five from a wrestler, yeah, or that handshake yeah. when you're there, yeah, they don't realize how hard they're doing it. Right, they're bending wrists back, and those kids are like, "Yay! Oh God!" Yeah, they snap it back. Well, you know, I heard an interview with Goldberg, and he's like, "Yeah, you know," he said. Basically, he likes to shoot a little. He wants it to look real because he thinks wrestling looks fake. He does not really like wrestling. Like, he really doesn't like wrestling that much. That's okay. He 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 thinks that it's it's corny and fake looking, and he's always been really stiff in the ring because he wants it to look real. But you don't got to be stiff on the eight year old at ringside in the Goldberg shirt when you high five him and break his arm. Show him the ropes. You got to <laughs> let him know that that kid just can't go in there and be the next Bailey because they love it. You got to be, you know, that Asian guy that broke Hogan's leg. <laughs> That's like they used to say about Roddy Piper. Like if anybody called the business fake, a lot of old school wrestlers were like this, mm-hmm. right? Like, They'll take you out back of the bar and they'll beat the shit out of you just to let you know that they're tough mm-hmm. and that they're not fake. I guess Goldberg has that attitude towards eight-year-old boys at ringside that six-year-old girl wants to slap his hand. Right. He'll break their arms, uh, an eight-year-old's arm, and he'll tell an old person that, yeah, it's all stupid and bullshit. Leave me alone. And then what about Undertaker and Roman Reigns? I think the build to that has not been good, actually. It's still confusing because Braun Strowman is involved. It, that is weird. And there's only, as we record this, there's only one Raw left yeah. before WrestleMania. <laughs> then they're doing away with the longest running episodic TV show in all of time. Uh, is it really? Oh, that's so impressive. <laughs> I should watch. I should never miss an episode because of that very stat. But yeah, he's still in it. It's like, are they going to make it a, a, a triple threat match? If so, why are they waiting so long? Right. What's happening? Does Braun care about The Undertaker? He's not addressed him directly. Yeah. He wasn't there for his cue when Undertaker had to do that half turn yeah. on Raw, which was super funny to just check behind him. Right. Oh, yeah. Where is right. this guy? That guy still there? He's, st- he's on the ground. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to still stand here out of breath. The whole feud is based on whose yard is it? Yeah. Whose yard is it? Mm-hmm. That's the uh, where how we're supposed to get investment. Right. Invested. The Undertaker thinks it's his yard. Yeah. This is based on having one match a year <laughs> for the last like ten years. It is also based upon <laughs> he used to ride his motorcycle around the yard. That's true. That's true. That was his yard then. He had yeah. a T-shirt that said so. That's true. And. Roman is the big dog. Yeah. So that makes sense that he would use yard terminology, right? Sure. I'm the big dog in this yard. Mm-hmm. So based on that, they're going to have a WrestleMania match. Yeah. Let's find out whose yard it is. Yeah. <laughs> a yard match. Hey, whoever wins that match actually should drop their pants and take a shit in the yard. 
right? That the victor should prove it's their yard by marking their territory. To the victor goes the shitting on the yard. <laughs> but a lot of these matches were planned out a long time ago. Yes. And they had a good build to them. That being said, this is what I started to say like a while ago. But then when we went on, I took, I've taken us on this detour. But that being said. <laughs> yeah. It's a, I'm not that interested in this WrestleMania show. What else do you want, Mark? <laughs> there is love in the air. There's a yard on the line. I don't know. But this is there why. Is silver tag team titles on the line. But this is, okay, because this is what I was saying to you before we started recording. Mm-hmm. These WrestleManias now are too bloated. Bloated. I think of myself sitting there with my friends in my buddy's living room for six Hours and I know what that felt like last year, and it was not fun. These shows are too long. They're too long and they're too bloated and they're boring. <laughs> a lot of it's boring. It really is. Because you are now watching it with the casual fan. I used to do that back uh, yeah. a couple years ago, where I was watching it with friends. Yeah. And now you're doing that. Yeah. I, I, and having that experience with them watching it and going like, "Who the fuck is this? What the fuck is that?" Yeah. These guys. Yeah, like you know, I almost always watch it with a, with a few guys that are very serious fans like us, mm-hmm. people that have problems like you and I. <laughs> we, we don't have enough hobbies. We don't. Have, we're too involved in this business. We're we, too. It's too. We took it so seriously. We gathered equipment and said we have to talk about this <laughs> and get Facebook boosts to make sure that other right. people are aware of this right. in their feed and. Talked about wrestling for two hours before we started recording our wrestling podcast. <laughs> yep. So there's so I'm watching it every year with a few people like us, crazy people like right. us. And then sometimes, because we've gotten to know some some folks around here, both you and I and some of our friends, sometimes with wrestlers. Mm. With some with some former rest, WWE wrestlers even the last okay. last few years. Okay. We've had some wrestlers in the mix. And then some casual fans. Right. And I'm telling you, this give, is... Give the audience one uh, one of these wrestlers. They got to know one of them. They're trying to picture who this is. Well... Who's there? Who's one of them? Who's what? Uh, of well, you could, you know, uh, you might see one of them. Uh, in, it, you might see one of them <laughs> on television sometime. What? Or in recent videos. But the... the, the oh, the, okay. <laughs> the... Uh, the the thing that I'm saying is, uh, WWE says that's the only one you wanted to pull. <laughs> WWE says, uh, "Hey, WrestleMania is for the casual fan, right? Right, right. It's the it's the big once a year. It's a spectacle for mm-hmm. the casual fan. It's the Super Bowl of wrestling. I'm watching. I'm watching this show with casual fans. Yes, these casual fans are bored." Out of their minds. When The Rock was out there last year for 20 minutes or whatever that was, shooting this, uh, his name with the flamethrower, mm-hmm. these casual fans that I'm watching this, they like The Rock. They watch during the Attitude Area era. They're like, what is this? They like Dwayne Johnson, Mark. <laughs> they don't know who The Rock is. The Rock gets goosebumps when he goes out there. It's That's true. why he has to light things on fire to, to warm himself back up. Wait, how do you know he gets goosebumps? It's not like he pulls his sleeve up and and, and forces them to shoot a close up of his goosebumps, Scott. That's you're right. I just I assume. Yeah. I assume. <laughs> so they're bored. 
the show was for can't the former wwe talent <laughs> who's there be entertaining in some way <laughs> well sure sure okay sure just wondering if that was an option sure um so so the um listen that the show is four hours long <laughs> not counting the pre-show we didn't even watch the pre-show with them no why i watched you? the pre-show at home and then came over <laughs> So, so they the casual fans even want, but they they're watching for this is last year, right? right? They're watching for four hours. Thirty two in Dallas, Texas. Every ring entrance takes ten minutes. They're in these giant the giant stadium. Mm-hmm. All the entrances take forever. New Day coming out of Budios dressed like uh, oh, you forgot Dra- about that Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, right. We've had our pizza. We've had our snacks. We've had our beer. Everything's happened, and four hours has passed. And at the end of four hours, the main event is just starting with a guy challenging for the title that isn't even over. And then that match goes for 25 minutes. And these casual fans are, like, hating this. (laughs) They're hating it. It did not feel, Scott... Like the ultimate thrill ride to them. <laughs> well, that's because that one wasn't the ultimate thrill ride. <laughs> this one. That's true. Is the ultimate thrill that's ride. That's true. So maybe this will be a better paced show. So wait, I'm curious about something here. Mm. You mentioned pizza, beer, snacks. And yes. was there no ice cream? Um, I, I did. If there was, I didn't partake in it. That's a shame. Yeah. You got to bounce. So whoever it is. There is dropping the ball. They got to bring ice cream for the tail end and the main event. Yeah, that may or have ch- may Undertaker have, matches. That may change everything. Maybe that's what you have to do as a WrestleMania host. You have to withhold some of the snacks. Yep. Bring them out at like the three forty five mark in the show. Yep. And give everybody an energy boost to get them through the end. I like to think when we watch back in the day, and I'd bring those buckets of ice cream that those those were important at the right time. Yeah. You couldn't have those right away. Right. Well, you're going to crash. You were always, I remember when shows we've watched together, you always bring some ice cream. I do. You're, you're pretty faithful about bringing the ice cream. I, I know that it's not going to be brought and you have to have a balance over a long period of time for the show. Right. Of, of all the food groups. Well, you should, you, what you should do is at least start a Facebook group for yourself and other WrestleMania hosts, party hosts. Okay. And give them some of these tips. I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> But so, anyways, that's my rant about it being bloated. The show is too long. I'm watching with casual fans. They don't like it either. They don't like it either. But they'll be back. They'll be back. But what do you think? I'm going on and on about my uh, WrestleMania thoughts. Here we are on the uh, brink of WrestleMania. What do you think? A lot of people complain about it being too long, obviously. Uh, I was there in attendance last year. I've been there in attendance the past couple of years, and it doesn't really bug me. I don't really get tired, I don't really get burnt out. There are times for sure I don't want to see whatever it is. The second that Enzo's music hits this year, that's my bathroom break. <laughs> I am out. Are you not a certified G and a bona fide stud? No. Do you not dig that? I can be taught. That's what I can be. I can be taught. I don't believe in their non-teaching ways. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm straight out the door. And I'm a camel. I can, I can hold it. I am... You know, but I don't need to. Okay. But I I don't know. It it is this one show. I am the diehard fan. Yeah. I wanna see what happens. I don't wanna miss anything. I don't wanna miss some pyro going off into the crowd 
burning a section of people. <laughs> hey, that happens some years. I know. And that's exciting. Like, yeah. I want to be there for it. I want to see whatever it is that happens. I At WrestleMania 31, in attendance, we couldn't hear Brock Lesnar say, Suplex City, bitch. So that... Experience. Why couldn't you hear it? Because you wouldn't spring for better seats. I wouldn't spring for better <laughs> seats. I sprang for the worst seats. We're in the upper, 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 upper sunburn deck. And those are probably still like $250 seats or something. Still, Steve is still trying to get down from there. He's still stuck up is there. Is that where Steve's been all this He's time? He's been there all this time. He's Jesus. Still, it's, it was a nice new stadium at Levi's, and it's, it's those stairways are very confusing. Yeah. They can be very roundabout. But uh, it's... I don't get excited to then watch it on TV. I want the one-time experience, and that's pretty much it. But I'm in it. Like, I, I am in it, and I am wanting to watch it, and I understand the main event part, because the problem that I feel, once you do all that stuff, once you have a four-hour WrestleMania, if you have the two-hour pre-show, people watch all that stuff, the main event is nothing special. It's not a knock on Roman Reigns, not a knock on Triple H, even though he's had some stinker main events before. It's... They're not doing anything that you haven't seen already. With all of these wrestlers mm. now, with Seth Rollins, with Roman Reigns, with all these guys that aren't cruiserweights but do cool cruiserweight shit, it's not special anymore. Right. So back in the old WrestleManias, you're not going to see Hogan do a bunch of different stuff. You're going to see Hogan just do Hogan stuff. People had a simple act. Right. Now everybody's very diverse in what right. they can do. Not everyone's showing up with a, with a, a snake in a bag. Only Jake the Snake. It. Exactly. So <laughs> when we see Triple H and Roman Reigns in a one-on-one contest <laughs> with a bunch of rules to it, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's been too long. Doesn't matter. But Brock and Goldberg might be 30 seconds. So we see their entrance and boom, it's over. It's done. We're out. We're yeah. gone. Has there ever been a time when you um, were at a WrestleMania mm-hmm. and you experienced it live Yeah, and you felt a certain way about it? the way it, it came out. Actually, I think... Okay, I'll finish the thing first. Okay, okay. There ever been a time when you, you were at a WrestleMania, you experienced it live, yeah. and then everybody who watched it on television felt differently about it than you did live. And as I'm asking the question, I was interrupting myself because I think that this happened when The Undertaker beat uh, Brock Lesnar because we talked about it after. Yeah. That was... That's the most I'll ever be shocked in all of wrestling. Yeah. This is the biggest surprise I think I'll ever feel. Because it, I remember telling you after that I actually had a WrestleMania party at my house that year, mm-hmm. and a lot of people came. Was the same uh, attendee there? Uh, no, different, different wrestlers. Oh, okay, but not the same wrestlers. All right, fair enough. Um, those wrestlers have not had videos come out lately. <laughs> but hey, you never know. Hey, all sorts of wrestlers have videos come out all the time. <laughs> That's right. Um, but uh, we had a lot of people come that that year. Maybe mm-hmm. 20, 25 people, which is a lot for my place. We were packed in there. Yeah. And, um, but the reason I'm saying that is because uh, the amount of people is because it really, I remember I told you this after, mm-hmm. when Undertaker lost, it killed the WrestleMania party. Mm-hmm. I mean, that party was done. The, everybody there was done watching that show from that point on. It sucked the air out of the room, and nobody ever really got back into it from that point on. Like That's how hard it hit that crowd. Um, it, it just killed the show for them in a way I've never really experienced before as a wrestling fan. But I, I, and I remember telling you that, and you were really surprised because live you didn't think it had played that way at all. No, and 
Because also, I wasn't one of the people that felt that they were wrong. They're telling me what the show is mm-hmm. in that instance. And The Undertaker's involved. So whatever they're telling me, that's the show. There's no, no, they did it wrong. It shouldn't have been Brock. It shouldn't have happened this way. You're just accepting of it. Yeah. How do you feel about the Star Wars episodes one through three? <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever George Lucas gives to you, is that the show? No, that's not. The show. <laughs> no, that is not the show. But you are more open-minded with for Vince McMahon. I am more open-minded for Vince McMahon. Yeah, Star Wars is finite. <laughs> or it was at that time. I didn't know I was going to be getting yeah. fucking WrestleMania it's, Star Wars every year. Yeah, it's not anymore. Oh. <laughs> so that's a little different. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I accepted it as was, and I didn't complain or. I just took it in. I was shocked. I thought things were wrong. There was a mishap. The graphic is fucked up. Heyman's freaking out. I don't know. I just lived in that, the craziest moment in all, all of wrestling. What did it feel like there? Were people around you, did did you think that they, you're saying you think they, you, you thought they messed up the finish or yeah. something at first. Yeah, at first, the, the, there was no way this was supposed to happen. Yeah. And he lost, that's the, that's the guarantee any everything right. in wrestling is roughly 50-50. This wasn't. This is supposed to be 100%. Brock Lesnar was one of the most underplayed opponents going into that match. Weren't, why was there any reason for Brock to beat him? All that Heyman said was he's the most legitimate athlete. Like, okay. Yeah. But it's WrestleMania. Undertaker doesn't lose. Right. And he lost. So it was like confusion. It's total confusion. And the people around you, were they confused too? Silence. Yeah. Silence at a wrestling show. People looking around and what, 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 what? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Down or they were playing with a phone, didn't understand. And everyone's just watching and waiting for an explanation of something and waiting for the next moment. How many times did that happen in wrestling? We're watching on Raw where everyone is trying to be ahead of the match. Nia Jackson, wherever the fuck, are wrestling, and they're, they're chanting forever. They're chanting yeah. delete. They're trying to think of the next thing. They're trying to think so far ahead, right, to say the next funny thing, right, that has nothing to get do themselves with over what they paid to watch. <laughs> yeah, they. It's a middle finger to the show. They don't care. The show then dictated to the crowd in that moment that Undertaker has lost. Brock Lesnar won. Deal with it. What if? Undertaker dropped his pants and took a shit in the middle of the ring. Do you think it would cause that same silence? I think Brock Lesnar <laughs> would have then pinned that shit for a one, two, three. Well, he'd have F5'd at first. That's true. And you got to hit your finish. You got to keep your finish over. And then that shit would have been in an ambulance with Vince McMahon. Yeah. And Vince McMahon would have not been at the rest of that show. <laughs> he would have gone to the hospital with that shit. He would have gone to the hospital with that Make shit. sure it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of guy Vince McMahon is. <laughs> if you had to predict... The, the how Brock Lesnar and Goldberg plays out back to our main event this year. Yeah, what do you think happens? I think, I think when Goldberg hits the ring, Brock Lesnar stares him down, and then Brock Lesnar eats him. <laughs> he just eats him slowly and methodically. Yeah, and Goldberg doesn't know what to do, and then Goldberg's son comes in the ring and he eats him too. <laughs> and the feud that won't take done. that long. The feud is done. Yeah, that's it. Because what can you do really then except for book Lesnar against Goldberg's widow? Yeah, that that could be a thing. (laughs) Next year's WrestleMania. Yeah, or Backlash. (laughs) 
Yeah, they're bringing they're, they're bringing back Bad Blood. I just read that would be a great match for Bad Blood. Sweet, another pay per view. <laughs> I can't wait. That's gonna make WrestleMania that much more special. I saw people online. It might have been on Reddit, Squared Circle, or something, and they were like. It was like excitement. They were like, "Bad blood's coming back," and I thought, what? And I thought, who gets excited about this? It means nothing. It was a pay per view like three times, like for thirteen years ago. You know, yeah. it's, it's been a long time. Like, bring back No Way Out. Does that mean anything? No. Why can't I get a Halloween Havoc one year? That's all I want is Halloween Havoc. Does it have to be on Halloween? No, Halloween Havoc was never on Halloween. Really? No, it never was. It was always the Sunday before Halloween. I've lost a lot of respect for Halloween. <laughs> well, who's going to watch a wrestling show when you could be out trick-or-treating? I would now. <laughs> That's true. Now I would, nah, too. Yeah. <laughs> Keep shit up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Halloween Havoc was always the Sunday before. And it was a, it's a great name for a show. It was cool to have a Halloween-themed wrestling show. Mm-hmm. The announcers would be dressed in costumes. <laughs> you never knew what to expect. Right? Right? Jim Ross could be dressed as Elvis. And Paul Heyman would be a vampire. It'd be shit like that. And you think, who are they going to dress as this year? This is so exciting. Right. You know? Byron Saxton could be dressed as... Uh, David Otunga? <laughs> Wait, you went Liza Minnelli and I went David Otunga. Yeah, it's not the same person. <laughs> there were inflatable pumpkins. Mm-hmm. It was, was just a fun show. I know more about Halloween Havoc from WCW NWO Revenge, the video game on Nintendo. Oh, 64. no, don't base it on that era of WCW. The good Halloween Havocs were earlier. Okay. And they had Thunderdome and Halloween Havoc. That was f- fun. Mm-hmm. And they had the Chamber of Horrors. That was a train wreck. <laughs> but they would have spooky matches, basically. <laughs> I feel that is what's missing from WrestleMania are spooky matches. <laughs> Dave, do you think there's any chance Hulk Hogan does a surprise appearance at WrestleMania? And if so, what is the reaction in Orlando, Florida? You know, brother. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll out what Shane Hartline said because Shane Hartline, yep. has a very, very strong theory that was very credible previously. And now I don't believe it in as much, but he believes even firmer in this theory. Okay. Shane Harline, who's yes. been a guest on the show, of been course. on Jimmy Kimmel Live, he's a great, talented comedian and actor. Yes. Believes mm-hmm. that with the New Day hosting, mm-hmm. they will come out there and do a segment where they're dancing, and Hulk Hogan's music will hit, and Hulk Hogan will come down to the ring, and New Day will look at him, be confused. And then they'll all dance together, and Hogan's right back into the mix. Wow. Do you think there's any chance of a Hulk Hogan Xavier Woods sex tape release? That's the <laughs> thing that makes it less believable now. <laughs> it puts things into question. I had a similar idea. I mean, not sim- only oh, similar. putting out a sex tape? No. <laughs> I had a similar WrestleMania idea. When I say similar, only that it is similar that I, th- I also thought that they might book Hulk Hogan yes. with a popular African-American figure in order to negate any reaction to the racist stuff. The boogeyman. <laughs> Hence, we get a spooky match. <laughs> that would be a good Halloween Havoc uh, character, the boogeyman. Yeah, Hulk Hogan never fought the boogeyman. Hulk Hogan versus the boogeyman at this year's Halloween Havoc. Put it on the network. Why not? Every fucking thing else is on the network. The easiest match of Hogan's career. Hulk Hogan versus the Boogeyman at a Halloween Havoc pay-per-view in 2017 would do great numbers on the network. I would 
I would send them extra money <laughs> to make it happen. But I thought, because Big Show was supposed to wrestle Shaq. They were promoting this for a year. Mm-hmm. They had Shaq do the run, you know, be in the Battle Royal last year just to set this up. Right. They talked about it all year. Big Show tweeted about it all year and shit. <laughs> now it's not happening for, for some reason. We don't know why. It's probably money. But Shaq's not going to be there. And I thought Hogan's going to be in Shaq's corner against Big Show. Because oh. you've got... So you've got that because Shaq and Hogan are buddies. Right. You could put Hogan out there with a popular African-American figure, which might in their minds, in WWE's mind, negate any, uh, you know, uh, reaction in terms of the race stuff that Hogan said. Sure. The offensive race shit that Hogan said. Mm -hmm. And... Also, do you want to read the transcript of that right now, Mark? I got, no, I do not. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> why do you have that here, Scott? What? I just Jesus. think it's important that people have this information at the ready. <laughs> what does this say? Curtain jerks prep. <laughs> just Hogan's racist transcript. Yeah, it's the only <laughs> prep I make each and every show. Um, and you have Hogan's sex tapes here queued up on the computer. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, you just watch those before every show? Yeah, it gets me motivated. <laughs> Some people watch Tony Robbins. Right. I watch Hulk Hogan sex. All right. And, the, um, and also, he would be against uh, a giant. Right. Right? And it's the 30-year anniversary of WrestleMania 3 this year. Mm, yes. And I thought all this could could come together and uh and be a thing but i don't think it's going to be a thing now That's because so shaq's true. not going to be there yeah and who knows if hogan'll be there i'm going to say this okay this is bold some people are not going to like when i say this uh oh but i mean this oh you're going to read the transcript now I- <laughs> it's my son calling brother <laughs> um he i did watch the hulk hogan sex tape when it came out did you watch it when i it saw came highlights out? highlights yeah yeah well that's what i saw too I mean, whatever. What was that? I mean, I oh, see. yeah, me too. Didn't we? I, mean, I didn't watch the whole thing or nothing. I mean, didn't we all see highlights? That we didn't see, like, the whole thing. No. They I released, didn't. They released like, 90 seconds of highlights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's what I saw. And when we say highlights, we mean lowlights. Mm, maybe in your perspective. But I feel like if that's my golden years, that life's going to be pretty good. <laughs> if you could be sleeping with your best fr- friend's wife when you're 60... You'll yeah. think, I did all right. I did all right. <laughs> Except for that moment where I look at myself and go, oh, I feel fat. <laughs> but, That's uh, my favorite moment of the tape. But th- this is my bold statement that some people are okay. not going to like. Okay. I would be happy to never see Hulk Hogan ever come back. What? Uh, be- I'm not happy by this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I would be just fine. You had an amazing run. It was really incredible. Congratulations. We've had enough of you now. You said congratulations way too far in. <laughs> right off into the sunset. Thank you very much. Goodbye. I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. How- I was very offended, though, by the uh, the the, ta- the stuff he said. The sex tape? I got to say, yeah. Well, this, the, the race the race stuff. That okay. Yeah. To me, it was... He lost me. He, I mean, it's like... I still pre. I was a fan. I was a, always a fan. He he, he was. My, you know, loved him growing up. Loved the NWO run. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I don't consider any of these people in this industry to be rational, uh, 
human beings right. that have logical thought. <laughs> sure. And uh, are good-natured people. <laughs> yeah. They are monkeys yeah. that uh, do barbaric things mm. that are wild and hurt their bodies and uh, will party and kill and maim each other <laughs> for sure. my entertainment dollar. Sh- sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. That's honest. I can't be too upset when one of them <laughs> says really dumb shit and goes mm-hmm. like, yeah. But what do you want to see him do at this point? He's 62 years old. He can't do a leg drop anymore. Isn't he literally the, Isn't the Undertaker 62 his, years old? His knee, yeah, probably older. His knees and back are so messed up. He can't do a leg drop anymore. What do we want him to do at this point? Didn't you ever see the Lion King, Mark? Yes. Didn't you ever see those performers? Think of how beautiful this would be to come together. All those performers in the Lion King, they did this great puppetry, but they're wearing this black Wait, you're talking about the stage version of the Lion King? Not not the movie. No, not the film. No, that's impossible. The stage version of the Lion King. These people would wear these... Uh, this black spandex, so yes. that way to give emphasis to the life that is yeah. on stage with these puppets and these animals. Right. So you have <laughs> other performers clouded in black spandex to then move Hogan, to give him life. The the very <laughs> black bodies that Hogan has offended, that they move oh, him boy. through the air to then leg drop onto the opponent. <laughs> Just like Lion King the musical. <laughs> If Hogan came out, like let's say new, it's it's this year, New Day comes out. Right. I I'm gonna go back to the thing that you said that Shane pitched. New Day comes. New Day comes out. Yes, let's say yes. let's say New Day comes out of the box of cereal again this year. The sure. Bootios, right? <laughs> Giant Bootios. They come pouring out, and behind them comes pouring out <laughs> Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Crowd cheers. Yes. Yeah, I think I think. 80 to 90 percent cheers and maybe a little bit of booze yeah but i it's so short that's why i thought he'd be great to come out of the rumble because hogan comes out the rumble music hits people are wrapped up takes his shirt off comes to the ring does a little thing points does everything the crowd can't get ahead of that yeah right 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 can't get ahead of that to think of the clever thing to say right and it's it's wiped away in that moment. right before they can even gather together to start chanting cm punk for example right (laughs) it would all be happening so fast but for as many awful things that wrestlers have done throughout the years and have gotten a second chance do you feel hogan deserves a second chance or did he use it somewhere that i'm not thinking of i just am tired of him (laughs) (laughs) what if he had i just am tired and the racist thing put it over the top for me what if he had new hair (laughs) i'd like to see that what if he had new hair attached to his head what about that Uh, what do you mean where on top he's not bald anymore no he has like a nice part you know he has that like fake hair in the back that's like comes off of a broom yeah yeah. perfectly (laughs) In line. Yeah. The very br- bristly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if he had just new hair back there? Like, it's like, it's like black curly hair. Or it's like a, br- yeah. it's like a. <laughs> He's got a new do. Oh. Look at the do rag. I don't want, I don't need to see it. Okay. I mean, I could see it on TMZ. <laughs> he certainly can't be the pitch man for the company like he was before he left. So you're saying it's Nick Hogan's time is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying, Brooke, your moment has finally come. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doesn't it seem like in this time of the McMahons, uh, there's a McMahon in the White House, Donald Trump is in the White House, yeah. Hulk Hogan needs to be on WWE television. <laughs> Actually, when you put it that way, it makes perfect sense. For all satirical purposes. <laughs> yeah, it makes perfect Doesn't sense. the alignment need but to wait, be complete? Wait, I gotta ask you something about your Rumble thing before we move on. Sure. How do you get him out of the Rumble? He can't go over the top rope to the floor. He can't move. You get like 12 guys <laughs> down there. Yeah. You have, you, you know, you're never going to So you use... get like the New Day, R-Truth, um, Titus O'Neil, all gonna... to gather around him and throw him out yeah, of the ring. You're never going to have Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder do anything of importance. Have them just run down to the ring. They're excited that Hulk Hogan's there <laughs> also to catch him. Yeah. You get a couple of commentators to show up as well. You just get everybody down there. Yeah. And they catch Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about today about Hulk Hogan? I don't know why this came into my mind. I was thinking that Hulk Hogan is so smart that, like, his somehow he worked Dixie Carter and TNA. Yeah. To the point so that when he left, remember this? This randomly came into my mind today that his parting, the parting shot of Hulk Hogan on TNA was him going up the ramp, Dixie Carter. On her knees, right, holding on to his pants, begging him not to leave, and him dragging her, and him right? dragging her, and that was somehow. This guy is so smart; he got that to be the parting shot of him leaving TNA. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a worker. That's amazing. You know, what I mean? smooth talker right there. <laughs> the smooth talker. He deserves, you know, yeah, he deserves some credit for that. A second chance? <laughs> Not a second chance, though. All right. Go away, Hulk Hogan. Thank you. Thank you and goodbye. Go join Dog the Bounty Hunter and where, wherever else people go after they make, they say stupid things. Yeah, I do. One thing, though, I, that I will say is a caveat. Yes. I do think the whole situation is screwed up. I mean, that he, I understand and will say, I understand that he did not say these things publicly. He was recorded privately right. and secretly. Right. And, un, and and then that tape was illegally uh, released. Yes. And, you know, I mean, that's that's a mess. Yeah. That is unfair that if that's your personal feelings, but that's not what you put out publicly or for your job. Whatever. Right. That's private. That's what you keep private. Yeah. I mean, you like to say the N-word privately. Sure. You don't expect that to become uh, public. It's in the la- uh, the, the lyrics that's what- of this song that I enjoy oh so much by Bone Crusher. By- <laughs> so that's a, something he liked to do as a hobby. Sure. And he didn't know uh, it was going to become public. But it did. And now we know that you say that shit, Hulk. And I, I don't need to see you on my TV anymore. And yeah, you can't name your restaurant Hogan's N-Word Beach. Like, it's just not okay. So we had to... <laughs> good, good people came in and said... Let's just go with Hogan's Beach. <laughs> Speaking of sex tapes, oh. there's been uh, there's been a few. Uh, there's been some new ones lately, huh? Yeah, how many would you put out there? Well, <laughs> well, I haven't put any out there, but I watched a few over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people are uh, up in arms about this. Uh, yeah, people are very. Uh, some people are very upset if you comment or watch it. I know, and you know, I like I agree with them. I think they're right. I think this is so wrong. Paige, this poor girl, she's she's obviously going through a, a, a tough time sure. before this, right? Like, shit's been off for a little while. Yeah, she's almost <laughs> the new Sunny. <laughs> like, things aren't going well. Then this happened, 
and I feel bad for her, and her privacy was violated, mm-hmm. and I think this is wrong. It's wrong that somebody did it. It's wrong that it's out online. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. None of us should really see this. Despite that, I watched it all. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> because so, I'm like, gonna. We're part Be- of the problem. No, we're not, because we didn't try to get it. We didn't try to find it. We are nah. human. We are male. If there is... I had to try a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I had to find the links. No, but you didn't, like, get it from her. You didn't see her at an event and put her phone down and think, I should steal her phone and find naked stuff on there. I can right. hack that. Right, right, right. And then I could show everybody. How does this even happen? These videos are old. When I saw she has this at an event, I saw her phone, and I took it. She has these videos on her phone from six years ago or whatever the hell it was. It's on the cloud somehow, right? Yeah. And somebody figures out how to break into that, and they steal that off of there. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Boy. Well, if you were Alberto Del Rio, uh-huh. or Alberto Al Patron, yeah. see, or, see. or Alberto D Patron. <laughs> see, um, and uh, you're dating, you're you're dating your lovely girlfriend. Oh, you're having fun. Yeah, you've you've basically quit WWE together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're running around the world, getting in fights with people together, fist sure. fights. Sure, she nope. proposes to me. I don't have to do any work at all. <laughs> That's right. She proposes to you on the regular wrestling show. You hang out. You do meth. You do whatever you do. Sure. <laughs> and then, so, but you have a nice life together. Oh, it's lovely. And then suddenly. These videos surface of your girlfriend performing. Oh, well, she's an excellent performer. Well, I'm trying to find a diplomatic way to say this. You see these videos surface. First of all, would you watch them? And second of all, you think you could stay in the relationship after this? Well, this is this is these are my interview my my interview questions for you, Scott Narver. I got to (laughs) assume that I don't. I don't want to watch these videos. Yeah. I know I don't want to watch these videos. Right. And I know at some point in my life, from this very moment till the day I die, some shithead fan is going to trick me (laughs) and send me some video or another wrestler is going to do it anonymously and send me some video of something I got to watch and I'll forget or I'll see an opening to something else and I'll be into it and watching it and that it'll switch over to the videos <laughs> that I didn't want to see that got released this past week. <laughs> so somebody sends you a video. It's like, hey, Alberto made this great compilation of all your title wins over the years. Great. I love I'm just myself. A, I'm just a big fan. Check it out. A music video I made for you. I'm so excited. I hope it's Creed music. I love Creed. You open it up. You click the link. And there's the NXT women's title. Portrayed in a way I'd never won that. (laughs) Portrayed in a way you've never seen before, Hmm. and and probably never will again. Um, And you're shocked. Yeah, because they never won that championship. Right. (laughs) And you see your girlfriend next to that title. Oh, that's hey, she won that championship. And you see another man's genitalia next to that title. Oh, is this one of those early Star Wars movies? I don't care for these. <laughs> and you see your girlfriend performing a sex act um, involving that genitalia and that title. Oh, this is a bad day. <laughs> it's not a good day. Well, you know what? This is why this is why Ricardo Rodriguez walked around with that bucket. 
Mm-hmm. Because Alberto El Patron will get sick and throw up in it. That's true. When he would see videos like this. <laughs> he needs a back. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's weird? It's like, you know, when you're dating someone, it's like, you know, they've slept with other people. Nope. You've slept with other people. Yep. <laughs> They're wholesome and precious and they've never done a thing in their life. But you don't typically have the option to click a link should you choose. Yes. And watch them having sex with those other people. True. But we are in Hollywood, so that option does open itself up a lot more. <laughs> That's true. But I think a lot of people in wrestling have watched these videos, Scott. Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't think... I think a lot of people in wrestling are in these videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And you've got to think that everyone at WWE has to have watched these videos in the upper management because this is uh, this is this could have a serious impact on their business, on their reputation. This is HR written yeah. all over it. Yeah. I mean... Already, WWE hasn't been taking their titles very seriously. This takes that to a new level. I mean, if if Goldberg has the candy belt, <laughs> what kind of belt would you say that Paige had, Mark? The sticky belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? yeah? Yeah. But, uh, you know, you've got to think everybody, right? They have Because they have to make corporate decisions sure. on what to do. Yeah. How you do think it's possible even hi- as high up as Vince McMahon? You think Vince McMahon have, has watched these videos? Well, either he watched them or someone had to describe them to him. And he probably just watched them. It would make things easier. Well, Mark, I, you know, I was always thinking one step ahead. Not yeah. only did I transcribe all of what Hulk Hogan said many years ago. Yeah. Uh, but underneath that, under the prep, I also wrote Vince McMahon. You did? Yeah. Okay. I asked him to come in here today. Oh, okay. Good. Good. I mean, let's get to the bottom I've of it. I've been waiting outside. Oh, I'm sorry, Mister. Long time, Mister McMahon. I thought you do a guest at the top of the show, <laughs> and then you do a guest at the at the end of the show. I'm sorry, Mister McMahon. Please come in. We were we got distracted for a while. We were running down the WrestleMania card. Are you okay? You're grabbing your neck. My neck hurts. What's wrong? It oh, hurts. Wait a second. You were just in that uh, car accident in your Bentley, right? Yes, I was. I was I, I got in a car accident. Well, when you say you got in a car accident, Vince, I'm sorry, but I, I feel like I saw online that you actually hit somebody. You T-boned them with your car. Yeah, I got in a car accident. Well, I mean, you got to... They wa- got in my way <laughs> because I was driving. My car is more expensive than their car. So therefore, they're at fault. Vince, do you even need to be driving? You're 71 years old. You're a billionaire have somebody else drive for you for god's sake no 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 i'm multitasking i'm getting things done i'm driving i'm on my phone i'm writing scripts for the shows i'm i'm playing wwe champions online it's a great game let's settle it what hashtag let's settle it you know what i didn't hear you say is watching the road why don't you get that guy who you put in the Hall of Fame for driving the limo for your dad for all those years? Donald Trump? No, not Donald Trump. You you put some guy in the Hall of Fame. He was a limo driver. Shane for McMahon's your, not in the Hall of Fame. Anyways, listen, Vince, you're you're multitasking. You should be driving. Uh-huh. It's illegal to do all of that. Yeah. It's illegal to even be holding oh, your yeah. phone. Vince, what are you looking at right now? Look at I'm doing research. Put. Are those the page videos? Yeah, they are. Have you seen this one? Well, I have, actually. Look at that. 
up, up, down, down, up, up, down, down. Yeah. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. Xavier's I, got that channel. Yeah, I've heard that joke by I bet now. that's where he got the neighbor. No, you haven't. Yeah, yeah. There's get, no way you heard that joke. A couple people have come up with there that joke already. No well, they stole it from me. Yeah. Because I said that right as I hit that car. Listen, Vince, you're going to have to make some serious decisions about these videos. Uh, you're right. You are absolutely right. I have to make a decision about these videos. I am going to endorse up, up, down, down even more. I am going to back Xavier Woods' channel because I believe it is now hotter than ever. That's not what I'm saying, Vince. I'm saying this is a public. You're a publicly traded company now. It's not like it's not like 1986 anymore. You have shareholders to answer to. Your stars are in these videos. You're right. Do you know how hard it was in 1986 to distribute? A sex tape with Paul Orndorff in it? No, no, I we don't. We had to get several VCRs and copying machines, and then we had to mail them out to everybody to get word about how Mr. Wonderful really was. It was difficult. Okay. This, look at it. Here, I can send it to you right now. Yeah. Hey, look, it's got that little magic touch. Send it right to your phone. Oh, God, I don't want that on my phone. It's a screensaver now. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's Mr. Wonderful naked on my screensaver. Isn't this great? What a world of technology we live in, huh? And he's still got the one arm is smaller than the other arm. Yeah. It's freaky looking. Yeah, you know why that happened? Why? Because he worked one out a whole lot more. <laughs> oh, boy. Listen, Vince... I, I'm not sure that you're taking. You know, you're sometimes you're very old school. I got to say, I'm not sure you have an understanding uh-huh. of the impact that uh, some videos can have like this mm-hmm. on the overall company in uh-huh. 2017. Uh-huh. Vince, this is it's it's serious business. Yep. Kids look up to these WWE superstars. You want them to, yeah. And uh, and now they're going to go online and they're going to find this. You're right. I want these young children to look up to it because i want these boys to mature and i want them to know that Paige is their number one superstar mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying number one you know what i mean by that no i mean like they're i mean like they're dick oh bro like it's a just like it's a big because i want boys to mature thinking of Paige. Paige is gonna be great we're we're changing the movie up do you know about this movie oh we're yeah there's a there? movie that the rock and wwe are producing about Paige's life movie's done Oh, it is? Movie's done. <laughs> we started shooting, right? We wrote a script. Yeah. All that's out the window now. Okay. We're, the movie's already shot. Look at this scene right here. I'll put the phone down. Right I've seen it already, Close okay? It okay, yeah, I've seen that already. That one was to me. What about, Vince, you are very old school. What about the disrespect for the women's championship that is shown in these videos? Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, it's so prestigious. Oh, this championship belt. Do you have any idea what I've done with each and every single championship belt with Linda? Oh, God. I don't I don't want to know, Vince. They've been inside both of them. No! Did you ever see that film? Uh, what's it? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie. Requiem for a Dream. Yes, I've seen it. Yes. Yeah, imagine that with every championship belt. No, and Vince. I'm Jennifer Connelly. No, Vince. No. Not, not even the wings. Ass even the ass. Even the eagle belt that was my favorite belt as a kid that was a poor idea on our part oh. there was a lot of stitches that were needed for both linda and i we couldn't sit down in our private jet for weeks no even the even the white intercontinental belt that would have been a disaster to have to clean we thought about that we hesitated forever that's why the white championship went away for such a long time oh, no, because man. then it was the brown championship oh. What about the hardcore belt? That must have been painful, Vince. What? Not all of it was recuperated. 
There were just shards of belt glued to that thing. We both set off metal detectors still to this day. Oh, God. Vince. Linda has a hell of a time trying to get in the White House. Vince, I was going to say, your wife is part of the of the president's administration now. Oh. She spends time in the Oval Office. You can't, Vince, you can't be engaged in these types of activities. More like the Oral Office. Here, look at these videos I took of Linda and Donald. Get that out of here. Gross. <laughs> I play the Brad Maddox part. Yeah, come on. I'm ready to go. Well, I, I'll admit uh, Trump's better in those videos than he was in taking the stunner. I I agree. He took direction better here. He's he's great when he wants to be. Yeah. Okay. Listen, Vince. I I, I have to tell you, I'm really appalled by your uh, uh your point of view. You sound a lot different here. You know, when you're just telling the straight truth, shooting with us uh, than you do in the in the in the WWE shareholders phone calls what is it you want what is it all of you fans out there want oh i hate the pg era oh i hate it so much mm. i want blood and sex and violence to come back the second that these come back then everybody's all upset again well what is it that you want what well, are you saying that the that the Attitude Era is you're bringing the Attitude Era back with these videos? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every match at WrestleMania is going to be, I want you to fuck me in my ass. <laughs> oh, Vince. Vince, I realize that you have your own network now. You can put on there whatever you want. But I, I, I fear that you're going to lose fans if you go a little too far in this direction. I mean, did Vince, are you saying that Vince Russo booked these page videos that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's exactly what I'm saying. Haven't you seen his stamp on the product lately? <laughs> Dean Ambrose and Baron Corbin are fighting over a fork. I did see that, actually. He's clearly involved. Yeah. And he will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Really? Yes. Wow. I never thought that day would come. It is here. If Jim Cornette's going to be inducting the Rock and Roll uh, Express, then we're going to get... Vince Russo. Yeah, I bet the Rock and Roll Express had some wild times back in the day. A lot wilder sure than did. the than those tapes we've look seen. At it, look at it, look get at that, with, with Paige. I don't want to say Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, they're in their 60s, Vince. Yeah. Yeah, and this one, uh, the Rock and Roll Express are the ones going up and down on Paige. All right, get that away from me, Vince. Jesus. I don't understand. I don't know. You fans are so fickle. I give you what you want. I gave you I gave you behind the scenes. I gave you in the scenes. I gave you every part of these superstars. And now you're upset about it. Vince, I, listen, all I know is I want to enjoy WWE for good storylines, great wrestling product, this type of uh, filth. This type of GTV uh, footage <laughs> has never been uh, interesting to a lot of fans like me. I'm sorry, Vince. That's that's just the truth. I happen to love New Japan professional wrestling. Have you told your parents that you're gay? What? <laughs> Vince, come on. Are you, are you gay? This is a very outdated mentality. Are, are you, you gay? Have. It's a very outdated mentality that gay? you have here. Are you gay? No, I, I'm not. I'm married to a woman. Even if I were gay, there would be nothing wrong with that, Vince. No, there would be nothing wrong with that, except for the fact that you're gay. Okay, all right. You wouldn't be able to make children. Why? <laughs> well, okay, Vince. You wouldn't be able to reproduce. Okay. And you couldn't have more wrestling fans. You know what, Vince? You're very sort of defensive about this stuff. Maybe you're gay. Have what? you ever thought about that? Wait, what? Have you ever thought about that? that what? That I'm gay? Yeah, have I you? Mean, well, why, what would make me gay? I mean, the, the fact that, I mean, I just like watching these videos and 
seeing Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff and uh, the young, supple Brad Maddox and that uh, very uh, athletic, charismatic <laughs> Xavier Wood. <laughs> You've been obsessed with oiled-up men's bodybuilder physiques for your entire life. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, wow, I mean, sure, there was the World Bodybuilding Federation, but that was just a... Just to garner more mainstream media. That wasn't a hmm. sexual fetish or anything no, like okay. that. All right, Vince. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not. Woody Packing. What? Woody Packing. What do you mean? Woody Packing. Vince, get out of here. No, Vince, this is. Stop that. Do you want a job with me? Get your hands off me. Oh, no. Oh, no, it was all true. <laughs> That's pretty good. Get away from me. Pretty good. All right. Uh, so you can cut this last part out. No. All right. Well, uh, have a good day. Listen, you got a you got a wrestle you got a card to fix and a WrestleMania to run. Get out of here. All right. Well, uh, thanks for having me and uh, thanks for letting me videotape your uh, dick. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Guys, look what I got! Oh man, this was a disaster, Scott. Sorry, Mark. Jesus, why did you invite him here? Because he's Vince McMahon. That's it's big. You know, you can't get bigger than Vince. He's McMahon. crazy. He's getting crazier the older he gets. I appreciate that. That guy hasn't slept in over 30 years. <laughs> that would make anyone insane. Or sneeze. Or sneeze. Yeah. Can you imagine what building up sneezes in your head over your whole lifetime? What the effect that must have on your brain? <laughs> it's got to be very. I, I mean, it never said. Well, how does he feel about farts? You've, we've never heard that, have we? I guess that's not a spontaneous reaction. That's your. You can control it. You can kind of choose it. You're releasing gas, but it seems. Does he understand that your your nose is collecting dust and <laughs> other unwanted things that it's then expelling? <laughs> that your nose is protecting your immune system. I feel like with his sense of humor, um, his very juvenile sense of humor, that he would probably like farts. I guess yeah, he would. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if you ripped some huge farts around Vince, he'd enjoy it. That's true. Yeah. I think he would. In the proper context. Right. It, not at a shareholders meeting. <laughs> right. And not at, you know, your, your the Raw is ready to start or, you know, the, you know, the, uh, oh God, what I can't even think of the song. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Born Free. You know, he loves that song more than the <laughs> National Anthem. <laughs> You know, we haven't, we've been talking completely about WWE yeah. this whole time. There's, it is WrestleMania season. Sure, but there's other stuff going on in other countries. And we have neglected all of the news that's going on in the rest of the wrestling world. There's a lot going on in the wrestling world. There is a lot going on. Um, you talked about ROH a little bit. I mean, just before I walked in here. Yes. I was looking on my phone and saw that it was breaking news as we're recording this. Right. There might be, by the time you listeners are hearing this, there might be more information might available. Might be a done deal. Yeah, but as we're recording this, it was breaking news that WB has been talking with Sinclair since January mm-hmm. about purchasing ROH, which I think is really interesting. Do you want that to happen? Do no. Do you want ROH to be... What would you want? Would you want it to be bought and still run as a show that WWE is just funding? Would you want it to be... Uh, just left alone, or they give them money. Like what? What's the perfect scenario for you for WWE and ROH? If they were gonna buy it, like if if my perfect scenario would be they don't buy it. Okay, but if they buy it, uh, I think my perfect scenario would be <sighs> best case scenario they put a team in place that they let sort of run it on their own, similar to NXT. Okay, that it kind of gets to be left alone. 
and and be its own independent organization but i don't trust them to do it that way i don't think they would it always feels like it needs to there needs to be outside promotions where other people can harvest talent and ideas and allow guys to grow in different ways or to hate other bosses to then want to go to wwe or impact or other places like they can't own everything it just kills it. I think it kills it too. And a lot of these guys, I mean, I was watching Raw this this past Monday and that opening segment, you know, it's, it's uh, Samoa Joe mm-hmm. against Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like, this is like ROH main event, right? Like, these are like long, long-term ROH guys right? that now are, are in the opening segment on Raw. You know, they're in the big... Well, that's not, you know, I wouldn't say the big leagues because I re- respect those other promotions in some ways just as much as WWE. But like, they're on the, the biggest stage with the most viewers now, right? Yeah. And Kevin they're Owens. Household names now. They're household they're names now. Fans. And Kevin Owens was the champion for a long time. And Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and, you know, you guys and, and, and uh, Claudio Castanol, you know, um, Cesaro. Yeah. And it's like you've got all these guys who came up and Seth spent. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. You've got these guys that spent a lot of time. Austin Aries, guys who spent a lot of time. Time in ROH and um, really had great long runs there. Some of them, and later, you know, it, it later go on to a lot of success in WWE. And to me, it's like just leave that there. Like just let that be there. Yeah. Let that be a place that guys. It's not really a threat to you um, at the size it's at right now. And let that be a separate small promotion where guys can go and work and you can bring guys in when they want to come in and they've cut their teeth there already. It's working. It's working. It's, it's been around for 15 years. They yeah. just had their 15th anniversary show. Let it exist. Yeah. Let it let it be. If Like the, the Vince McMahon, Paul Heyman scenario where they're struggling a little bit, give them money. Yeah. Make sure it's still running. Maybe give them some production uh, help. Yeah. Help them out with some sort of studio or something that can just keep it going. Let all of wrestling still continue. You saw what happened to your own product and everything when everything went away. Right. WCW was gone. It hurt everything. Look, Adam Cole's coming in right now, apparently. I mean, I don't know if that's official yet, but, you know, everybody's saying he's coming in in April. And uh, he's another guy that I think is going to be part of that long list of guys. Like, Adam Cole was was not well known a few years ago and came into ROH and worked his way up that card and mm-hmm. became essentially the mainstay champion there for the last couple of years and got very, very good and got, um, and got chops now as being a main event champion wrestler. And now he's going to come into NXT and learn that system and have a super weird name and, <laughs> and be Catam ale uh but you know like uh i don't know to me it's like just just let that be maybe they feel threatened by the roh new japan relationship i'm just guessing there i don't know there's a partnership there and new japan's getting aggressive but uh you know i don't know i don't like the whole thing i don't I, I, I like ROH, and I'd like to just see it be left alone. Everybody buying everything up doesn't do that much good. WWE, I don't know if it's a scramble right now for they want more and more content. I feel like there's still stuff that they could release or have that's just in the vault somewhere, but just back your own shows that you make. You don't need to buy that. Let ROH exist and have it be an option for guys. Yeah. I'll tell you who I think would be a winner in this would be Impact, because... Um, 
if ROH just becomes part of WWE and either they shut it down or they fold it into the WWE system, mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be good for Impact because there are you know just certain guys who, for whatever reasons, don't want to go to WWE or are done with WWE. Uh, Jack Swagger, or Cody Rhodes types, you know, like suicide. <laughs> yep, suicide. That too. guy is an Impact mainstay. <laughs> suicide sure doesn't is. go anywhere else. ODB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suicide. Somehow, somehow he's How always there. How do they there. get suicide? How do they get him? Man, as much as I've been celebrating Impact Wrestling and really am always trying to be on board with that company, mm-hmm. the fact that I gotta believe Jeff Jarrett has such a fucking heart on for suicide. <laughs> New management comes in day one. They're like, we got, we need suicide back on this show. <laughs> He was in a video game, and then he was a wrestler, and then he was called Manic, and then he was Suicide again. And the guy who played him isn't here anymore? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, we're, we we talked about it on Capadres from, from something you had brought up a long time ago that we've discussed yeah. about the idea of, could there ever be another character of someone? Right. So, like... You would brought up, could there ever be another Undertaker? Right. Could there ever be another big boss man? Yeah. We had these, we had uh, uh, Mark Calloway be the Undertaker. In time, could there be another one? And it's just another Undertaker. Yeah. This was something you brought up a long time ago that I still find fascinating. Um, but Sin Cara has been that. There's been two Sin Caras now. I right. don't know how many suicides there have been. Right. At least, At least three. I, I mean, yeah. I can... Think of three for sure. Daniels. Maybe, and probably more, right? Uh, T.J. Perkins. Yeah. And, yeah, probably more. Probably Frankie Kazarian. Right. So, it's weird that it, there's just that character that keeps coming back. Yeah. And it, they can just go, we still have this old suit. Just <laughs> wash it and put it on. Right. Guy that's five foot eight. Yeah. Well, I've read somewhere, it was a Vince interview or Triple H or somebody... They were saying from a business perspective, because they always, you know, you know, they always compare themselves to like Disney, you know, like they, 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 they never compare themselves to other wrestling companies. They're the ultimate thrill ride. Right. They all compare themselves to like Lost. They love to compare themselves to Lost. They still do that in interviews now, even though Lost has been off there for like 10 years. You know what I mean? But like Lost and they're like Marvel and Disney. That's who they Mr. see. Mr. Ed. Right. That's what they see as the Sullivan show. (laughs) But they're like saying in the interview, one of them was saying those in those forms of entertainment, you get to monetize the characters forever. Right. Right. So like if you create Lion King, yes, you always own Lion King Mm -hmm. and you always own Simba and you always own whoever the hell the other Lion King. Timon. Timon. Thank you. Mustafa. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Wow, you really love Lion King. It's a great, great musical, Mark. <laughs> or Marvel, like if you if you're Stan Lee and you came up with the Hulk a hundred years ago, <laughs> you're still making money off the Hulk today. The Hulk still exists yes, today. The Marvel same Hulk, is not Stan Lee, <laughs> right? Yeah, but like, right? So those characters exist forever. But if Vince McMahon creates 
Hulk Hogan or Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man or whoever, Mm -hmm. The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin, they don't get to monetize those characters forever, right? Right, right, I mean, they try to. They'll still sell the action figures, Mm -hmm. you know, now of those guys or sign them to Legend. But it's limited the ways you can monetize those characters long term. You've got to be popular and on TV for fans to know about you and give a shit. Right. Like if if they were selling Goldberg merchandise five years ago... It's going to be very limited, the amount of people that would want that. Right. They sell Goldberg merchandise now. People want it. He's on TV and he's doing something. Yeah. So he can monetize. And now the famous example of this, though, that went bad was when they did fake razor, fake razor and fake diesel. Right. You know, that's like the bad example of this, right? Right. Because they flat out went, oh, these are these are fake. Yeah. Look, it's not really them. Yeah. Rather than if they really wanted to try and just say, fuck it. We are making a new Razor Ramon. I know. And this guy, you you know, telling the guy, like, you are Razor Ramon. That's it. We're not questioning this. You're not, you're never going to say otherwise. That's you. Yeah. There's a few guys in Japan, for like, this is more similar to Suicide, because it's a masked character, mm-hmm. but that have been Tiger Mask. Like, right. there's been multiple incarnations of Tiger Mask. But aren't they numbered afterwards? Uh, sometimes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. So, like, uh, I don't know if they're always referring to them to the, in that way. Right. But, um, but I, but it, Tiger Mask 7 going like, up like, against Tiger Mask number 22. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, with a masked character, I guess it could be easier to pull off Sin Cara, like you said, right? It's taking on the mantle. Like, it's superhero stuff where it's like, oh, you're taking on the mantle of that hero. There's right. There's another Zoro. There's another Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, uh, it's probably a weird, wacky, and maybe dumb idea for wrestling but it is interesting to think about like could you just take a a a young 25 year old guy that's over and be like this is the new undertaker could you probably not (laughs) but i mean i thought of one because you know a lot of them are precious you don't want to see another incarnation of somebody right i thought of one that i would be okay with and i'm curious if you have one as well if there was another character that could be redone again, okay, maybe bigger and better, or it's just done basically the same. Yeah, but there's one that I'm like, you could do that again. I'd be fine with that. The Mountie. The Mountie. I th- that'd be a, that'd be an easy one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I like Jacques somebody Rougeau. else could be the Mountie. Yeah, Jacques Rougeau did a great job. Yeah, but you could do another Mountie. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Is there someone that you can think of that if they did another one of? This character in wrestling. Lou Fez. No, I don't. <laughs> Think of all those old pay-per-views with the Lou Fez press that some cool Steve Austin does. And then this new Lou Fez does it in the way that he does it. And then everybody looks at Stone Cold and goes, what the fuck is that? The new Lou Fez does three flips in the air. Uh, I don't know. Like, nobody comes to mind for me, really. Okay. And, th- and I should have one, but I don't. I don't. You, what about this similar idea? Similar. This is like a flip of the thing. Okay. Like when Husky, when 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 uh, Husky Harris. Yeah. When Bray Wyatt was first on WWE TV, he wasn't Bray Wyatt. Right. He was Husky Harris. Great character. <laughs> he was part of Nexus somehow. I think I know, briefly. I know right. Exactly what he is. Yeah. Well, he's Husky. He's Husky. He's Husky, and he's a Harris. Yeah. Not one of the Harris brothers from the other wrestling Harris brothers. Just a Harris. Yeah, there's been too many uh, bigs in wrestling. Big E, big cast, big show. Right. That adjective's done. Right. Husky, hardly tapped into. You know what we haven't had at all? Chunky somebody. (laughs) Chunky Charlie. (laughs) 
Yeah. I love a Chunky Charlie. <laughs> Chunky Charlie sounds like a Garbage Pal Kid card <laughs> from 1984. I think okay. you're right. <laughs> but, um, but Husky Harris was on TV, right? Yeah. And we knew we, he, was, he was on fucking Raw. Like, he was, he was a character on Raw. Yes. So then suddenly... If you're the Raw viewer, right? Right. Husky Harris goes away. You don't see him again for a while. Right. Then suddenly you see Bray Wyatt. It's clearly the same guy. Right. It's the same actor, so to speak. Right. Playing this new character. But there's no... He's just reentry. And some fans were chanting Husky Harris at him. Yeah, we never saw a segment of him going to the DMV and legally changing his name. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. So some fans were chanting Husky Harris, and that pissed a lot of people off in the business. They're like, just roll. They want. They were saying what you say at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, hey, just be open to it and deal with it. But I think that's a fucked up position to put the fans in. Okay. To, to just say, we're going to have this actor play. Like, on what other scripted television show would you ever see this? Where, like, one of the stars of the show is playing a role. Yes. And then he just disappears. And then he uh, appears again later. As a the same actor, as a different character, it's clearly him, and it's not. Exp- it, it, you never see that ever. You know, I could tell you Triple H and Vince McMahon. I know what show they think that would be. What Lost? <laughs> Probably having never not watched it. I think that's a fucked up way to position to put the fans in. That is a very unusual thing without explanation. Yeah. So they were pissed that the fans were chanting Husky Harris at them, but I say. Let bring the fans like tell the story of how Husky Harris transforms into Bray Wyatt, like a drunk history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, like a drunk Louisiana Bayou history. <laughs> <laughs> like, because you could tell that story, you could say Husky Harris disappeared into Louisiana swamps, right? And now he's we're we've resurfaced, <laughs> and he's calling himself Bray Wyatt, and he's a cult leader mm-hmm. yeah like you could go to the trouble of saying that yeah instead of just throwing him back out there as a different guy i mean what you think they have endless hours of television that go on weekly <laughs> that they have the sort of time to explain something like that well you know you're right actually they would need their own network to execute something like this exactly a pipe dream yeah or somewhere where they had control of the content 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year not even possible <laughs> not even possible no I mean, maybe in the distant, distant future. What are you going to do? 300 years from now, something like that could exist. Yeah. <laughs> Where they'd have time to tell such stories. But but, uh, but anyways, I, we went off on a tangent there. Sure. About, um, but we were talking about suicide, suicide. And, and, and no longer TNA wrestling. Impact right. wrestling. Impact wrestling. Things are changing. Things are dramatically changing. Things are, people are in new positions. Right. People are in old Old people are brought into the same position. I mean, you didn't mean it that way, but you're right. But it, but it is. I, it's it's so difficult because I well, love the Hardys and what was going on with the Hardys. You did absolutely. I couldn't wait. I I could not wait for the next thing that was happening. Yeah, me but too. Now, but now it's changed. Now it's now we've got uh you know Anthem coming in and we've got uh we've got Jeff Jarrett coming in and we've got more traditional ideas. It seems on on the screen. So I'm curious. Curious what can happen. What will be the future? The future will be making impact great again. <laughs> or making impact great. Because the hashtag changes often. <laughs> because I think they realized when they made the shirts and did all the marketing in the first show that they said, hey, that takes up a lot of the characters for Twitter. We need some of those back. So let's just make impact great. Let's make it great. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dutch Mantel is back. 
Bruce Pritchard is back. But I don't know about you, if you've been watching the latest episodes, I, for one, miss Dixie Carter. Mark, I was there. Yeah. I was right. there behind the scenes at Impact Wrestling. That's right. Yeah, I right. Have, I haven't shared that on the show yet. but Right. You were truly, this is not a joke, you were actually there at the first tapings, and you were backstage and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was back there to try and visit Marky Extreme and Skater Skyflyer, but right. that was a whole separate thing that I'll get to later on in another episode or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I was there. I was so excited, but there were so many people coming and going. I didn't see Dixie. Yo, you didn't? No, I didn't see her, and, you know, it, it's pretty well known out there that she's not in charge of the company anymore. Well, no, I, I know. I think I think she has like 5% stake in the company now, and they yeah. gave her some bullshit title, but that's it. And otherwise, she's out of power. Yeah, and they're saying she is coming. She is coming. Things are going to change when she is coming. It's not Dixie. Carter. Oh, man. Does she know? Does Dixie know that? I don't know if she does know that. <laughs> oh, boy. We should give her a call. You want to you wanna call her? Yeah. Oh, is she outside? Wait a minute. Did you invite her here? Yeah. Did you see, like, right in the middle of the Hogan transcript with all the dirty words in there? Wait a minute. I wrote Dixie Carter in Oh, there. brother. I ran out of room on the rest of the Is paper. Is that written in blood for some reason? Yeah, I cut my finger. <laughs> oh. She's just... Oh, man. Is that her passed out over there? Oh. Oh, she's been here. I'll just nudge her. I'll wake her up. Uh, uh, Miss Carter? Miss... Mrs. Carter? What? <laughs> yeah. Hi. How are you? Is that you, Scott Nava? Dixie Carter, yes, please come on over here. Have a seat in this oh, chair. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, let me get a load off, Scott Nava. Ooh, I passed out. Oh, are you all right? Pardon me. That is a not very ladylike. <laughs> please, I, Scott Nava, don't look at me right now. I'm indisposed. I'll avert my eyes. I, Thank you. I want to make you feel comfortable. Thank you. Am I on the curtain jerks again? You are on the curtain jerks again. Oh yes. my gosh, I hate this show. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, that's understandable, but it's still nice to have you on here. No, y'all have always been very nice to me. I said I hate this show. Only as a joke, Scott Nava. Oh, you're doing jokes now. Wait, I say I hate every show except my TNA wrestling. Well. Tits and ass, Scott Nava. Well, all right. (laughs) Yeah, that's another joke. Have you tried vaping? (laughs) I have not, no. It's amazing. It's a craze out here in Southern California. You know, I took a private jet over here when you invited me here to be on the Curtain Jerks, and I had time to visit a doctor and inform him that I have anxiety and back pain, and I was given a prescription for California medical marijuanas. And I have been partaking in it, Scott Nava. And it's very good. I have tried the Indica and I have tried the Sativas Uh and I have tried the Blend. Oh, which is your favorite? All of them. (laughs) Will you hand me that tumbler there? That has scotch in it. (laughs) All right. Do you want to hold off for a little bit while we just still have a chat? No. <laughs> All right. Well, then here. Here's the tumbler Thank for you. you. You're welcome. Glug, 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 glug. Okay. Ah. Well, uh, <laughs> are you, are you, uh, 
Is your is your anxiety you, doing better? No, um, I'm sure this has been a very anxiety ridden time for you. You know, you would think that, Scott Nava, but because I, I have information, running TNA has never been better for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just loving life right now. No, that's questionable. You know, you know, I in my new position, you know, I have there was a restructuring, Scott Nava. There was, there was. The, yeah, things have been changed a lot. There a lot, and you know, sometimes the little people get shuffled around, like Swaggle. But me, the big people like me, always stay on top, and I'm proud to be the new supreme commander of TNA Wrestling. Wait, what are you? I am the ultimate supreme commander of TNA Tits and Ass Wrestling. Dixie Carter, there is a lot to be said about your title and the company. Yes. Uh, yes, let's say it. Let's say it. Supreme Commander of yes. TNA Wrestling. That's the title they gave me, <laughs> the Anthem people. And they said, Dixie, you're in charge now. <laughs> and we appreciate you so much. You don't have to come into the office anymore. Dixie, can I be real with you? Yeah. Let's keep it real, Scott Nava. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me the secrets. Okay. I think they gave you a bogus title. Oh, what? I think <laughs> the Anthem people lied to you. I don't think you are the Supreme Commander. No, th- no. And there is no more TNA wrestling. Wait, I, now Impact Wrestling. I, I love TNA. It stands for tits and ass. <laughs> Vince love- Russo thought of it. He's a wrestling genius. <laughs> Listen. That's true. You Maybe you haven't been watching the show, Scott Narva. But I send my ideas via email, oh. and they said they just implement them every week. Have you not been enjoying the title reign of Matt Hardy on, T- on TNA Wrestling? Okay, well, there's the issue right there. I booked it. <laughs> well, it didn't. It didn't happen on TV. Matt Matt Hardy's gone. Why? No with TNA or Impact Wrestling? What? Neither one. Neither. Neither Matt Hardy. No, no neither TNA or Impact Wrestling? Neither one. No, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope that Jeff Hardy and King Maxla are the tag team champions like I dictated in my emails. Again, I got I to gotta break it to you. Jeff Hardy and Maxwell Hardy are not there either. What? But don't tell me that we've been building towards... The rematch between me and Bully Ray where I'm finally going to powerbomb him through the table. I've been cutting promos on my iPhone and sending them in. Don't tell me they haven't been airing on the TNA shows. Dixie, I know you're strictly telling me to not tell you this, but I have to tell you this. Don't tell me. I have to tell you. What? Bully Ray doesn't... He worked at WWE and now he's at ROH. Bully Ray is not there anymore, and none of your promos have been airing on television. Well, you know what? Fine, Scott. No, but fine. All that is fine. Because I negotiated. I have the email chain to prove it. The return of Kurt Angle. (laughs) Gold medal superstar. How did that come off? Uh, It must have been such a surprise when he appeared to defeat Bobby Lashley in the main event of TNA Wrestling. 
Dixie, you'll be happy to know. What? Bobby Lashley still works for Impact Wrestling. Oh, good. Kurt Angle does not. Kurt Angle is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, no. The what? The WWE Hall of Fame. But he can't. He's in the TNA Hall of Fame. And once you're in that, you can't be in any others. That's what you should know by now. The rule is if you go into the TNA Hall of Fame, you will immediately go into the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, no. Unless you're Earl Hebner. At least, at least, at least tell me, please, at least tell me that Sting and AJ Styles is still booked as the main event for Slammiversary like I planned. Dixie, this is so At terrible. least tell me that, Scott Narver. I sent the emails. Sting and AJ Styles are not booked for Slammiversary. I thought you were going to say they died. <laughs> You took such a dramatic pause. See, aren't you happy that they're not dead? Well, yes, I am, as a matter of fact. I love Sting. They're both I love him. I tried to make love to him so many times. What happened? I don't know. Everything was set up. Serge had the video camera ready. He lit candles for us. Uh And Sting Sting rappelled down from the roof of my hotel room, (laughs) and it landed in the bed, and I went to kiss him. But he had a mask on. I took it off, and it was fake Sting. Oh, no. <laughs> it was fake Sting. He tricked me, Scott Nover. I'm sorry to hear that. It may be that none of that happened, and <laughs> I was on drugs. <laughs> but that's how I remember it. Well, Scott Nover, can I admit something to you? Because I've been on this show for many years now, yes, and I dislike the experiences. <laughs> okay, more jokes. I but got it. can I be honest with you, please? Please, I, I would appreciate that. I really would. I didn't plan for Sting to come back or AJ Styles or Kurt Angles or any of those people. None of them? And I didn't plan for the Hardys to win anything because I never understood any of their movies anyways. I failed, Scott Nova. I ran TNA Wrestling into the ground and they kicked me out. And I'm just trying to save face on your curtain jerk show, Scott, for if there's seven people listening then maybe those seven people would would think something more of me than I'm just a failure lady who failed at running a wrestling company. Oh, Dixie, don't be so hard on yourself. You don't have to say all that. Make love to me, Scott Nava. I, I, uh... Throw me down on this bag of garbage and make love to me I'm, like the garbage that i am no i dixie did, part of that sounds very appealing but do you want serge to watch he will watch i don't want serge to watch serge has been on the show many times and it's very uncomfortable let him watch just let me watch come on just let me do with it come on see just, just he wants let me, to watch let me just put my finger please. in your mouth let me please uh, <laughs> come on just let i got a little camera I got a little camera. See, I told you, Scott. That's what he said. Come on, just let it happen. I told you, just let it happen. Yeah, just let my wife just have sex with a man for once. <laughs> I mean, I from time to time, I'll dabble, but ugh, just let her do it. Come on now. I Look, we have to finish the rest of the show, and it's just, it's just but, it's, it's an uncomfortable Scott, situation. let's just, I'm trying to just say that we both know that I'm out of the wrestling business now. Yeah, she didn't I'm belong out. there, no how. I'm out for good, and I'm never coming back. And you'll probably never invite me on your curtain jerk show again. You're always welcome. And if Steve Sears were here, I know he would bone me. And if Steve Sears were here, I'd bone him on the other hand. <laughs> but he's not, so you're going to have to do. I need to be. I need to make love with you before I go, Scott. No, please. Yeah, she needs a man, and you're just about it. So, I mean, just go for it. <laughs>
look, can we can we do this after the show, please? Please. I'll, I'll just fall. I'll just gonna pass out right here. Wake me okay. up when you're ready. Okay. I'm gonna dream. I'm gonna dream, Scott Narver, of when Impact Wrestling was on Spike TV when I took over, and we went head to head with WWE, and we had Eric Bischoff and <laughs> Jeff Hardy and Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair and Sting. Those were amazing times. And Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. There was a time when all of those people actually worked for me and Kurt Angle, and I failed. <laughs> With that crew, I completely failed. A couple years later, we were on Pop TV with 200,000 viewers. What did I do wrong? Oh, I deserve to have sex with you, Scott Narver. I don't want to be the epitome of failure. (laughs) What? I didn't mean it that way, but I did mean it that way. Look, Dixie, just just please take some of your Tumblr. I just want a sex tape out. It's the only way I could get any attention in this business today. Lose the battery. The battery. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to pass out and I'll wait for you, Scott Narva. Okay. Goodbye. Forever. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I hope, I hope that's not the last time that we see Dixie. Scott, that got so sad at the end. Do you want me to throw her in a river? Just be done with her for all the Just time? Just get out of here, Serge. All right. <laughs> nice Jesus. to meet you, though. Barely man. <laughs> oh. Got really sad at the end, man. It did. I believe Dixie Carter can be great again. <laughs> Maybe she can. Maybe she can. Maybe. <laughs> so, most anticipated match at WrestleMania? Um, you know, the first thing that came to mind to me when you said it, knee yeah. jerk, yeah. Roman Reigns against The Undertaker. Mm. And I'm surprised that that's my first one. But you know why it is to me? Why it I'm is very, to you. I'm very... <laughs> I'm very curious as to how they book it. Okay. Because they know that Roman's going to get booed out of that building. Right. Right? And this is the greatest opportunity ever to turn this guy heel. Right. You either have him not be able to beat The Undertaker, and he gets so desperate that he gives The Undertaker a low blow or just cheats and beats him. And the and think of how much people would hate Roman Reigns from that point on. Or he beats the under he loses to the Undertaker, and after the match he does a heel turn because he's so upset about having lost. Gets a chair, beats the hell out of the Undertaker. Fantastic heel turn opportunity for Roman Reigns. Either way, this is the greatest chance you could ever have to turn this guy heel. Against the perfect guy on the biggest stage, but I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> They're probably not but going like, to do I'm that. I'm holding no. out hope that that's what they do. So because of that reason, I'm super interested in that match. What uh, what what do you think? Uh, I, th- I think you're right. I think there is great potential for that. The match I'm looking forward to most yeah. is Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. And why? Just because it's I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, they've surprised me every time. And WrestleMania 20 was so awful with that match. It can only be better. That's another one. Like, who would have ever thought after that WrestleMania 20 disaster that we would be seeing that match again in the main event of WrestleMania 13 years later? That's insane. And it'll main event. And it'll main event. Yeah. I didn't want to see it then. 
I didn't want to see this ever happening. And yeah. when Goldberg talked about coming back, and it was like, don't fight Lesnar. Fight anybody else. Yeah. I want to see you fight anybody else and do anything else with anybody. Except for Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm I'm hyped for it. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I think there could be uh, a chance that they do a very short match, like a five-minute match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lesnar wins, probably. Probably. Uh, but I do think it could be really fun. And I'm not saying they should do this, because I don't know athletically if both guys could pull this off, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, it could be really fun if they... If they Hold up in the in a in a gym somewhere with a WWE ring and spent a week like doing a Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania Six style like we're gonna go twenty minutes yeah. and we will literally script this entire match for these guys and practice move by move by move what's gonna happen and they completely surprise us and do this big epic match that'd be amazing that could be that could be really fun yeah. I don't know if they could do it, especially if Goldberg can do it, just because you hear different things about his physical condition, like if he's been battling injuries or whatever. But uh, but that's all. I feel that's all speculation. No one really knows. Everyone yeah. says, "Oh, Goldberg kind of slipped there. He didn't kick right." And it's like, who who knows? Yeah, who really knows? Do you think uh, Lesnar's going to win? Yes. I mean, that's the whole build, right? Is that Lesnar got you know, quickly beat those two times so that this would be the big comeback right. match, which is a weird position for a heel to be in. Right. But, but, you know, whoever that guy is that beats Lesnar is a huge megastar. Yeah. After all this, so. Yeah, I, 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 I guess who I think it's going to be. Who? Roman Reigns. <laughs> Babyface Roman Reigns. Hooray! <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think it's going to be pretty cool, and I'm excited for it, and so there's there's so much going on, so... Yeah, it's, it's it's endless. But Mark, we got to wrap up. Oh, no. Where can people find you? What's going on with you? What's all the latest projects? You can just find me on Twitter at Mark Warzeka. You think I'll never find that name. And you're right. But here's <laughs> how it's spelled at M-A-R-C-W-A-R-Z-E-C-H-A on Twitter. I t- tweet most of the stuff I'm doing there. Yeah. Yep. I know you got another Twitter handle. Uh, I might be tweeting at Vince Googling. It's great. It's always great. I just I just want to like and retweet the entire account. I just want that to be a default setting. You I, if you could legally, that should be a coffee table book or something or an internet book. I don't know if there's a way legally you can get away with that. Oh, I I'm just waiting for them to cease and desist me. I got to say. Can they? You say parody. You know, I know. They shut down. I guess they shut down um uh, the Cranky Vince account. Oh, right. Yeah. At one point. They did get that shut down somehow. So I'm like, the day is going to come that these guys are going to stop this account, too. But it is a. It, it does say that it's a satire and parody account. So hopefully we'll get away with it for a little while longer. Right. That's true. <laughs> well, uh, you can check it out. Uh, YouTube.com slash On Your Mark Show. New episodes are up there. Season two. There's Kenny King. There's Josh Matthews. There's Ethan Carter III. And this week is Eli Drake. So there's been great stuff, and there's more stuff to come, so check that out. There will also be, there's a live stuff happening, WrestleMania week, March 29th, which is a Wednesday, Atomic Wrestling Entertainment, live, for the first time ever, on your mark, will happen in the ring. Marky Extreme, Skeeter Skyflyer, and Colt Cabana. Wow. For more information on that, uh, you can follow at Scott Narver on social media, and also there will be more stuff, I know there will be a live 
WrestleMania predictions video outside of WrestleCon with On Your Mark as well. So if you want to be in the video, if you want to be involved in that video, check out the social media of OYM Show. And you'll find out times and dates of where to be for that. And there's so much more. There's there's too much stuff to even mention. Fox Sports Wrestling Compadres Slamcast. Jeff Jarrett's been on there. Uh, what uh, ROH guys? Christopher Daniels and uh, Adam Cole were on the show recently. Just go check those episodes out as well. So great stuff, all in all. I'm excited. Going to be at WrestleMania. Will you be there? Are you asking the listeners or me? It's open ended. <laughs> Will you be there? <laughs> No. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for answering, listeners. But yes, if you're there, I'd love to see you there. Uh, I say that now, and then in all reality, it might be like, "Eh, leave me alone. I'm eating nachos right now. Jeez, Scott. Be cool to the fans. Yeah, I will be cool, but I'm eating nachos right now. (laughs) So get some nachos. And And also, why are you watching someone eating so many nachos? (laughs) Because that's the food of the gods at wrestling shows. (laughs) So I'm Scott Narver. I'm Mark Rosecca. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. (laughs) 